0: It's time for Brainerd Outdoors on B93.3. Brought to you by The Power Lodge, SCR Northern, Thielen Meats, Tracker Boating Center, Weimar Outdoors Archery Pro Shop, Live Axe Marine in Isle, s Bait and Tackle, Oars and Mine Marine in Crosby, Freedom Firearms, Newman Construction, Northern Sales and Manufacturing, Your Ice Castle Dealer in Pine River, Crow Wing Recycling, Canvas Tech, Black Bear Lodge and Saloon, Birmal Shoe Store in Randall, SPR Mo- sports and marine and by radco your truck accessory pros now here's your host for Brainerd outdoors brian moon
1: and welcome into this week's show we've got a lot to cover full lake reports from all across the state we'll talk walleyes we'll talk crappies quite a bit of musky fishing also mandy urich will drop by see what pass anglers are up to plus another great walleye recipe from chef joel from black bear lodge and saloon all that and more on this week's edition of Brainerd Outdoors. And we'll kick off the show with our lake and field segment brought to you by Oars and Mine and Crosby. No matter if your goal is pike, trout, walleyes, or bass, Oars and Mine gives you 10 different ways to get the bite. The next time you're in the Cuyuna area, Oars and Mine is a must-stop located on Highway 6 in Crosby. And we'll kick the show off with our local report. We bring in Ray Gildow with the Niswa Guides League. Ray always keeping a very close eye on Winnie and the immediate Brainerd Lakes area for us. And as we always do, Ray, we'll start up on Winnie. What are you hearing up there?
2: So uh, I checked in with High Banks again just uh, a couple of days ago, and the water it's, it's kind of crazy. The water temperatures have stabilized, cool, or they've even dropped down a bit. And uh, so it's pretty similar to what it was water temperature-wise last week when we talked, uh, still in the 60s, in the low 60s. And uh, the, the walleye bite is still very good on Winnie. Uh, they have been migrating slowly off those shore breaks, moving out into the some of the humps. I would say 16 to 20 feet has been a very good number. And the the, the shiner bite is pretty much over. In fact, shiners are really getting hard to come by. So there has been a leech bite, not a crawler bite. She said that crawlers have not been producing yet. Um, I don't know if it's because it's just too cool yet. Although I've had good wa- uh, crawler bites in 50 degree water temperature. But anyway, it's a definite perch bite, Uh, lindy rigging and jigs with perches, uh, perch rather, Uh, uh, not perch, lindy rig and leeches is what I wanted to say, and also jigs and leeches. And so that's been producing pretty well. Uh, There was a tournament on uh, Winnie last week, and there's another tournament coming up this week. Uh, It's called WOW Women of Winnie. And it's a 50-boat tournament, so if you're up there fishing, you're going to see a lot of ladies running around in, uh, in that tournament. I think it's a number of years they've had that tournament on the lake now. And so uh, that, that, that's going to be going on this week too, this weekend, I should say. And there are still a uh, couple weekends before the 4th of July, and there still are a couple cabins available uh, on the High Banks. So if you're interested, just go on their website, High Banks Resort, and check it out. And uh, if you go there, I think you'll have a great experience. Uh, just let's just jump down to the Brainerd area, and uh, last weekend Saturday was the Camp Confidence tournament, and it's one of the few that I was not able to fish this year. And uh, they were on Gaul in the the Gaul proper area, and also some of the like uh, Margaret and some of the lakes that are connected to Gaul. And for the most part, I think it was a pretty tough bite. They had a pretty big wind, and um, the guys that did catch walleyes were catching them pretty shallow. Uh, I think it was like 25 to 30 mile an hour winds at times, so it it made it uh, probably one of the tougher bites for that lake, for that tournament that they've had for quite a while. Uh, water temperatures on uh, I've been on a couple of little lakes in the in the Brainerd area, and the water temperatures actually have dropped a few degrees. Uh, we've had these evenings when it's been in the 50s, upper 40s, even a couple times. So it's just really, really crazy weather. Um, but the really i think it's fair to say the really good bite this past week has been on north long and for uh, uh listeners who aren't familiar with north long lake it is a lake with three different parts to it there's the merrifield bay part which is to the east and then there's a highway 371 uh bay which you can see when you're going up 371 and you can see the lake from the from the highway and then there's a the big lake and i think it's been the best bite for um the walleyes have been on the Big Lake uh, and in Merrifield Bay. Uh, the uh, uh, 371 Bay is, does have walleyes, but there's not as plentiful, I don't think, as they are on the Big Lake. And I think it's been, um, if you've got red tails, it's been a good red tail bite, and it's also been a leech bite. And when the wind has been up, uh, the guys have been finding those fish in anywhere from 7 feet out to 25 feet of water. So they're kind of moving all around. And I think one thing that's really important to look for right this time of the year, and, uh, uh, and that's green uh, vegetation. Um, Mandy Eric, and I were fishing bass Tuesday on a small lake. And when we found vegetation that was green, we found fish. And the green vegetation means there's oxygen down in there. And that oxygen is an attractant to, uh, to the bait fish. And so that brings in the fish on those um, small bait fish. But if you're, uh, if you're looking around and you can see, look for vegetation that's green. And, that, and that's um, one of my friends that was on uh, North Long said he did, found different pods of vegetation that was green, and different pods were holding different ear classes. In some areas, he would pick up four or five fish that were in that 15-, 16-inch range, In other places, he would pick up that fish in 18 to 19-inch range. So there's a lot of area in all of our lakes right now where the vegetation is just dead brown. It just hasn't grown up, and that's partially because our waters are cold. We need that warmer temperatures to start turning that area green. And when you can find some of that good green cabbage, good green uh, vegetation, I think you're going to find some action. There's also been a few fish caught on pelican, and I'm not Sure, if it's on the south end or the north end right now, <clears throat> Jones's Bay maybe is a possibility. And uh, Pelican Lake has been a real sleeper lake the last couple years, and maybe it'd be a, a good summer if it has something happening up there. <clears throat> but right now, the best lake for walleye in the Brainerd area was without well, a doubt, I think, is to go to North Long.
1: So there you go. Some great uh, info from Ray Gildow, Niswa Guides League. You can check Ray out at uh, Niswa Guides League website also all over uh, social media and raygildow.com i appreciate the info as always buddy good stuff we'll talk to you soon all right brian thanks a lot let's head out to mille Lacs, get the report out there from steve saponiak with predator guide service and steve you're out there on the water as we speak and uh sounds like the pike are going pretty good out there
3: yeah, you know, I cannot complain. You know, I'm with a couple of gentlemen, a father and son team, Ken and Tony Bursey, and uh, they're doing pretty good on the pike. Uh, we've gotten pike up to eight, ten pounds just about, and it's been pretty decent action. We've gotten some some really nice pikes. So uh, in that aspect, things are really, really good. They're starting to pick up again, no doubt. Notice one thing with the pike that we're catching today and a couple yesterday. There's no more leeches on them. and We had leeches on them for a few weeks, you know, the smaller pike which went to show, you know, with the pressure systems we've had, everything was near the bottom or on the bottom in the weeds, and, you know, that's where they picked up the leeches, and the same thing was true with the walleyes we were catching. They had leeches on them also. So uh, every fish is clear-looking, and things are going pretty good again.
1: What are you throwing out there for those?
3: You know, we're throwing a little bit of everything. You know, we're throwing for the uh, muskies, we're throwing bucktails, we're working phantom lures, we're working rad dogs, we're working inlines uh, bucktails, you know, Booker bucktails, uh, Fidelity musky candy. We're throwing everything, everything but the kitchen sink, and it seems to be doing pretty good with the pike. On the other hand, with the muskies, a little bit difficult uh, trying to get them to bite. Of course, that's why they're the most elusive fish. But we- Brian, we have seen true monsters. We saw one yesterday it was a good 55, 56 inches, and all in the high 40-pound class. It's just unbelievable, and they're still in shallow waters. That's the hard part. So, yeah, it's been really fun as far as that goes.
1: Sounds like, too, you've actually got into some walleye, some really nice-sized walleyes, as you're musky fishing.
3: We have. It's been incredible. We're catching walleyes up to 26, 28 inches. Um, we're catching, you know, today is a little bit slower on the walleye but all week long we average at least six to ten walleyes of that caliber that size you know 24 to 28 26 to 28 inches and all of them are fat and sassy there is no shortage of walleyes in this lake whatsoever this is just doing good
1: topsy-turvy weather we've had some cold fronts and everything uh steve obviously that's affected things uh right now a lot of bass anglers are heading out to mille Lacs as well are you seeing a lot of those out there too or is that slowed down somewhat
3: well, it's it's been bass anglers all over. I had the father and son team from Texas last week. Those poor guys came in on the right on the day of the cold front and everything. But uh, seen bass anglers from Texas, Mississippi, Missouri, Arkansas, and as far away as California. They come. They're coming up here bass fishing. So in that aspect, it's great. You know, a lot of people are having fun. They're tying into the fish. When there's a little bit of a cold front and stuff, obviously things are slower. But uh, what these bass anglers are finding out is they're catching more walleyes than they are smallmouth bass, which is good. We've got an overpopulation of them.
1: And one last thing on Mille Lac Steve, uh, crappies. Uh, is, is that something that uh, people want to go after? Maybe if all the other fish are being a little bit stubborn, can they have some success there?
3: You know, we were having good luck with the crappies here up until about a week ago with that cold front. They slowed down. They'll be coming back on track again. I think we're on the downside, though, Brian, of the panfish as far as Mille Lacs Lake goes. Uh, not seeing a lot of people targeting them. Of course, why should they when they got everything else going pretty good? But, uh Check out the areas like Isle Bay, Walk-On Bay, Cold Bay. Find those cabbage weeds close to shore and everything. Put on a slip bobber with a little baby leech for the panfish or with a piece of a nightcrawler, and you're still going to catch some nice-sized fish. Crappies, target them early in the morning, late in the evening. Like Max Twin Bays there with all those wooden harbors and piers that they have, the old ones, they've been really producing pretty good in the evening for crappies, Brian, as well as Izades Reef. You know, they don't watch our Zades, uh dock and everything. They don't want you there probably from shore but uh, no one says they can't go fishing from the water and get in there so yeah crappies a little bit slower, but they're still going
1: and if t- crappies and sunfish are what you want uh, there's plenty of smaller lakes around the steve that can produce as well
3: definitely smith lake has been doing good you know like uh, shakopee's been a hit and miss that's been you know like i said when it's on it's been decent nothing huge but it's been going pretty good Farm Island's been hit and miss also. It's been a little tougher there. Borden Lake has been doing good as well as Bay Lake. A lot of people don't fish Bay Lake, but, uh, yeah, that's been going real good for nice size sunnies and some decent crappies. It's, uh, you can't go wrong as you know if you hit those little lakes, especially Bay Lake right now.
1: There you go. That's Steve Saponiak, Predator Guide Service. You can check him out at PredatorGuideService.com. I appreciate it, buddy. Good stuff as always, and we will check in with you next week. My pleasure, Brian. Thank you. Back in studio with us. Mandy Urich, our uh, bass expert here on the show, and Mandy, welcome back.
4: Hey, it's great to be back in the studio.
1: And uh, funny thing, a little bit to pull back the curtain here a little bit, Uh, I texted Mandy earlier this week to see if she'd like to come in and talk about bass fishing on the show, and her response was, duh, so (laughs) give me an idea just what she's been up to lately.
4: Well, yeah, running and gunning. We've had multiple back-to-back events, obviously. We had the Trolling for Troops. We had Teen Challenge. We've had Camp Conference this past weekend. So a lot of time on the water and uh, yeah, anxious to get in here and spill the beans on what's going on.
1: Right. And the pro- you always uh, stress water temp, water temp, water temp. We are not where you would like us to be right now.
4: No, this massive cold snap that we've been having for about 10 days now with very little reprieve and cold cold nights has taken our water temp from 70 where we should have been and it's knocking it back down into 64, 65 and especially with bass, we always talk about the water temp being, you know, the higher the water temp, the higher the bass's metabolism, which the more aggressive the bite that's going to be. And right now, the bite is not aggressive. So you can go out and do it and absolutely you can go catch them. Uh, A a bobber right now with live bait, a minnow or a leech is actually, you know, is spectacular uh, to go hammer on them or you're going to have to back up and go finesse fishing. I know right now is kind of always our prime time for power fishing bass and getting out there with spinner baits and cranks and big jigs, but until this water temp It warms back up and we get two to three stable days, which I'm going to guess is going to be early to mid next week. You're going to have to stop. Slow the boat down, I know. Just slow, sit on those fish. Um, I'd say 9 to 13 feet of water, or even 11 to 15 feet of water, if you can find that good vegetation there. Uh, if you can find good quality cabbage and coontail, it's a little early for coontail, but if you can find the mix, sit on top of them and finesse fish. Get out your jigworm, get out your wacky worms. Um, and right now, green with red fleck, anything—I don't know if it's a jig trailer, a worm, a craw tube—seems uh, to be a really hot color. So, and I also noticed uh, that there's a major crayfish molt going on right now. Remember, we talked about they change colors during the season, and when they turn orange, it's right after they've molted, um, and their exoskeleton's really soft. And that's—that's that's, you know, bacon for bass. They love those. So, don't be afraid uh, of throwing anything that's orange. Also.
1: So basically, to summarize, slow and simple. Yes.
4: So <laughs> Absolutely. Uh-huh. Yeah, all those hundreds of lures that you have in your tackle box, you can basically get on the lake and have three. Yeah, so. That's a perfect time then to take a kid fishing out then. Oh, you, you know what? It, it is because it's it's simple, especially if you're going to live bait rig. Um, obviously, it's not going to be super, super aggressive. But, you know, if you if you can find a good spot right now with veg, everything seems to be hanging out there because – Obviously, with the water temps lagging behind, some lakes are really far behind with that vegetation pop popping, so you're getting sporadic, sparse vegetation spots across the lake. Well, everything kind of caveats towards where the good veg is at all the way up the food chain, so... You might find a good flat that that's got some good cabbage on it, and you're catching walleye pike, northern sunfish, bass, everything. so
1: when you and I were talking off air too, you said we're about sixty five uh, water temp, and you said optimum is about seventy
4: yes, and right now we we should normally be about you know that seventy seventy one degrees um, and we're just not there, which stinks. and we were talking too about. Uh, obviously we're seeing some bug hatches going on. We've got some fish flies, some mayflies, things like that. You will see, um, you're seeing sunfish popping on those on the surface. They're eating those, those, uh, bugs as they hatch. Same thing, uh, another good tool if you want to get out right now for bass, besides slowing down with finesse fishing, it actually is a finesse technique is jerk baiting. Go with a super small jerk bait. Um, and the ba- jerk baits are basically top water lures or mid-range lures and just really slow down that twitch like twitch twitch let it sit for you know three four seconds twitch twitch um and that can be a really deadly combination right now when water temps are cold and they're finicky to eat
1: yeah so that's going to be pretty interesting with bass anglers uh and we're probably a little early for frogging yet that's kind of your favorite thing to do
4: (sighs) if you can find the warm water right now it would be awesome but uh, yeah with the temperatures being down not only our air temp but our water temp it, it, you might be able to get a, a you know to pop on it, but they're not going to be super aggressive yet.
1: Would you be better off? This might be a silly question. Better off uh, with the with the water temps they are right now. Obviously, hitting a smaller body of water for bass, or don't sleep on the big bodies of water. Maybe just work those bays a little bit.
4: That's a really good question. <laughs> if you can find a smaller body of water uh, that either a isn't super clear, right? If so we can get one that's kind of turbid or tannic, that it's going to absorb sunlight and it's going to warm a lot quicker two thumbs up. You're going to find a better bite because the water temp's warmer, specifically for bass. If you're on the larger bodies of water, um, you're going to want to find those smaller bays exactly where the water temps is going to be higher than it is on Main Lake, and it's going to happen. Like, if you're, you're on Gully, you can always run up to Margaret or, you know, down into Wilson and some of those little bays where the water temp's going to be warm. Um, if you are going to be on on Main Lake stuff, you're going to grind it out a little bit, so good luck to you. <laughs>
1: Put your time in that way. And one last thing, Mandy, uh, and once again, we were talking off air about this and I was shocked because you just love bass fishing. But you're like, you know, we got a pretty good walleye bite going on right now. And you're thinking, well, maybe I'll just kind of switch gears here for a few days.
4: I am. I, I have <laughs> no qualms about it. I, You know, I've... We call them the gravel lizards, but the bite has been ridiculous on, you know, six or seven of our local lakes right now. And I'm like, I'm not going to beat my head against the wall going bass fishing if, you know, the bite just isn't there right now. But the bite is on for walleyes across the board in the Brainerd Lakes area. I mean, to the point where, like, I'm kind of excited to get home and jump in the boat and like, (laughs) okay, how long is it going to take tonight, you know, to find these fish and get on them? So... Yeah, take a week off, bass guys, and, you know, join the gravel lizard guys and get out there and go catch some walters.
1: Right, and I'd be silly not to ask what you like to do if you were going to head out walleye fishing, what would be your tactic?
4: It's been a mix right now just because we are different lakes are behind on vegetation but predominantly you know for about 10 days those fish were really shallow they were all weed line edge fish or inside weed line edge and it was fun just to go out there and and throw a bobber a slip bobber with a leech on it uh and they were hammering that right now i'm seeing what depends on which lake you're at they could be on that deeper outside weed line edge and some have dropped off and pulled off a little bit more into that like 21 22 foot range when they get out to that range I love snap jigging. Like, that is that is the go-to, and it's so much fun when they hit that bait. I mean, it be, a 17-inch fish feels like, you know, a 10-pound walleye <laughs> when it smacks that, that snap wrap. Um, so that's one of one of my favorites right now between those two, slip bobber or, or jigging for them.
1: So, once again, slow and simple.
4: He's slow and simple. There
1: you go. So that, that, that is the summary of this segment for this week. Uh, it's Mandy Urich. She is one of our contributors here at Brainerd Outdoors. Uh, variety of ways to check you out, Mandy.
4: Facebook, Instagram, yeah, Google. It doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, you're all over the place. (laughs) Thanks, Mandy. I appreciate it, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, thanks. All right, when we come back, Jason Freed will join us from Leisure Outdoor Adventures, and he's up on Leech Lake, been fishing through some bug hatches up there. He's got the lowdown when we come back to Brainerd Outdoors on B93.3. Welcome back to Brainerd Outdoors on B ninety three point three. We head out to Leech Lake and bring in Jason Freed with Leisure Outdoor Adventures, and Jason always keeping us updated on the happenings up there, and a lot happening, Jason. I'd imagine uh, from what I've heard anyway, this past week, the uh, fishing up there has been pretty good.
5: Yeah, you know, Leech has really been strong here the last, uh, well, since the beginning of June. I mean, May was overall, I mean, a pretty decent month, and. Uh, but you know, as the weather in May was kind of up and down, but uh we've had some real stable weather here in June, and I'd say that we've had some really good fishing in the last couple of weeks and I kind of only foresee that happening here for the next couple of weeks, you know up and through probably up and through about the fourth of July, and then usually right around the fourth is when we kind of hit a hit a lull in terms of uh fishing on the lake, but right now, things are going pretty strong.
1: Are you fishing up shallow still because it seems like that's what a lot of anglers are doing
5: you know, it depends um you know there's still a shallow water bite um a good windy day you can get up into you know eight to ten feet of water um and sometimes even shallower but that seems to be about as shallow as i go and uh even at the end of last week still catching fish on a jig and a shiner um you know which is you know opening day you know kind of deal there but uh there was still a jig and a shiner bite. that's kind of slowly going away um and the reason why that's starting to slowly go away is because we are starting to get into our bug hatches now um you know we're starting to see some of the midges and some of the Fish flies and whatnot out in the lake. Not too many of the big mayflies yet, but they're they're going to be here probably any day would be my guess. But um, yeah, there's still somewhat of a shallow bite. But on most days, uh, my fishing success. and I know a lot of our other guides as well. We're seeing most of our success, in you know, anywhere from 11 and 12 all the way out to like 22 feet of water. It's it's it really kind of depends on the week, but we've had a lot of really good fishing. You know, late morning into early afternoon um you know so that's you know i tell people we don't need to be on the water by 6:30, and and a lot of times we're on the water at 7:38, and um we've had some really good uh midday bites here of late uh which has been good it's kind of nice that you have that because then you kind of just catching fish throughout the day you're never really having that real lull especially when we get some of these longer full days you know uh it's just nice to be able to kind of bop around and catch fish throughout the day so right now i'd say fish are overall very cooperative throughout the day and there's still some of that peak you know morning evening bites as well but uh with the way things are setting up in the lake right now i mean even midday on the right day it can be can be pretty darn good
1: and you mentioned bug hatches and we talked a little bit about this last week with you Jason but uh that's something that i've you know for years it was always like okay we had we got a bug hatch so we're going to stop fishing for a while now talking with you talking with Matt uh you guys can fight through that and have had some success
5: you know that's the thing i right? people kind of get get scared off by the bugs and and uh and honestly i mean after the bug hatches are done um and then and then usually there's perch hatches and whatnot there just gets to be those fish have so had so much bait thrown at them that they don't really need to eat but in the midst of the bug hatch i mean right now we have crayfish that are molting we have bugs that are hatching we have some small perch as well it's it's kind of like a all you can eat pizza ranch buffet down there and uh (laughs) And the fish are hungry, and I've cut open stomachs of fish that have had crayfish. I've cut open stomachs that have had perch. I've had them mouths are full of bugs, and and so this is a time where you just got to adapt. Uh, typically, leeches and crawlers for me, it's been uh, the best uh, in the last three in the last week has been pulling Lindy rigs with uh, either leeches or crawlers, or pulling spinners, or sp- pulling the slow death rig and uh and that's been by far best for me and i know it's like some guys are catching them on minnow still but as those bugs start to hatch to me you just got to adapt and you got to have the leeches and crawlers in your boat um when it's flat calm and sunny that's when you're really going to get the most of your hatches taking place because the sun's warming up the water and those bugs are going to start coming up to the surface and uh and that's the time to get the spinner rods out and just start covering ground with bottom bouncers and spinners and uh you know i've been using these butterfly blades from northland tackle and have had a lot of success on them and then pairing those either with a crawler harness or a slow death rig and uh and just that that just really seems to match the hatch as to what's going on down there but you know covering ground and like the big thing for me has been you using my uh my lorants here and using my side scan and down scan and finding transition areas anywhere i can find where there's uh mud to hard transition areas there's typically walleyes hanging out so whether it's on humps whether it's on break lines um you know even sand transitions those are the key areas right now cuz the 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 bugs are hatching in the mud and the walleyes are just hanging out there eating them and as well as eating the perch that are eating the bugs it's kind of like the circle of life down there you know the the bugs hatch the perch eat the bugs the walleyes eat the the perch and that's the circle of life
1: and is there any part of Leech right now that's better than another, Jason? Because you probably hop around the whole lake, huh?
5: You know, I've been everywhere from the west side of the lake um up into Sucker Bay, and I've had a few trips now. I've been down way down on the south end and the southeast end. I've had really good luck down on the south and southeast ends in the last uh, four or five trips I've done down there. Uh, the quality of fish is really good down there. You just got to move around and cover ground because it seems like one day they're in one spot and the next day they're gone. You just got to find another spot. Uh, west side of the lake has been overall pretty good. Um, not catching as many bigger fish down there on the west side of the lake. It's a lot of smaller fish. Um, you know, we catch a lot of even ones that got throw back, like 12, 13 inches. Uh, but then we're also seeing a lot of fish. You know, in the fourteen to seventeen inch range on the west side of the lake. And, and the two sides just fish really differently. You know, the, the south and the uh, east side of the lake have a lot of rocks and um, you know big big areas where there's rock bars and humps and whatnot. And on the west side of the lake, it's a lot more. Uh, break lines and sand flats, and so it's just adjusting to those parts of the lake as to what's happening because, you know, they're so different, and they, things happen on such different timetables on the lake that you can just really need to kind of adapt, but I would say right now, I mean, as long as you're flexible, um, you can get out and catch fish on all on all parts of the lake. You just got to sometimes play the wind, and the other thing is, and I, I say this all the time, but on leech, you know, wind is such a, a huge factor on leech lake, but we've even fished areas on leech lake just to get out of the wind, um, that have had offshore winds, so winds blowing out, not in, and we have had really good luck even with offshore winds. And so don't, don't always feel like mean, you get got a really windy day and you don't want to go bob, bobbing around like a bobber. Um, you know, you can fish areas where there's an offshore wind, and, and so what I would do is I'd move out deeper and I'd find those break lines that are going to be out there, and those fish, and so what's happening is a lot of times the bait is getting pushed off the, the shallow, flat areas, and it's going out onto those brake lines, and the fish are just out there, you know, cruising around as well. So not every fish is going to relate to windward areas, you know. So th- that's just a, a good thing to sometimes try if you need to get out of the wind is just go try some of these areas that are a little bit more of an offshore wind if the wind is too strong.
1: So there's something to keep in mind. if the walleyes are being stubborn, Jason, if somebody wanted to go after bass or pike or something out there, that has been going pretty good too?
5: Yeah, you know, uh, bass have, um, you know, their bass are kind of pulling off their beds, from what I've heard, um, you know, I, I, there's been some, a couple bass tournaments up here and, and the smallmouth bass are, have won it, um, you know, so they're still relating now. They're going to start moving, the smallies are, um, but they're still going to be relating to anywhere where you have some of these larger reefs uh, in terms of the high spots on a lot of these places or some of the rocky shorelines. And so pitching a drop shot, a tube, uh, or, you know, even some smaller crankbaits are going to be worth a try for smallmouth. And then the largemouth bass have been off their beds now from it sounds like and uh, you can fish those in some areas like Shingabee, Steamboat, Boy Bay, uh, you know, and just kind of finding some of the emergent weeds, the lily pads, uh, the wild rice, and uh, either pitching like a jig and a pig, uh, doing maybe even a little bit of topwater. This this time of year with the bugs hatching as well, topwater fishing for bass is, is typically phenomenal as well. So just something to kind of throw in there. And if you're looking for something that's fun to do, I mean, nothing beats that. And then in terms of pike and muskie fishing, I uh, haven't heard a lot of reports on pike, but um, the muskies, the guys are catching a few muskies, and the name of the game has pretty much been uh, just getting out and trolling, um, and doing some open water trolling, and you know using big, uh, big crank, you know ten to fifteen inch crankbaits, and and just getting them down and and, and searching for these suspended um, muskies that are out there that have kind of pulled off of the uh, you know the shallow areas where they were, had been spawning and just kind of resting until the water warms up. So, uh, and then I have heard some really good reports of panfish. Um, areas up in like Sucker Bay and Steamboat Bay and in Shingabee and some of those areas where the panfish, the bluegills have kind of uh, been on their beds and, um, you know, the crappies were there, now they're gone, but the crappies are kind of sitting out in the little bit deeper weeds and the, and the bluegills and the pan and the sunnies have moved in. I've heard some really good reports of some really good panfishing as well. Just, uh, an say for panfish, um, a small 30-second sound ounce jig and either a plastic or a chunk of crawler or a chunk of leech is really all you need to catch some you know, catch some bluegills up here right now.
1: I did see one last thing, Jason, and maybe I was I, I saw it on Facebook. Did Toby, uh Kvalovog, he's part of your guide service, did they get into a really big muskie out there? I thought I saw something posted on your Facebook page with that this past he, week.
5: He, he, he did, yes. Uh, him and uh Aaron Murphy, one of our other guides, I think Aaron's the one who caught it actually. Uh went out after a walleye trip and uh Toby is uh Toby's got the big muskie itch and I'll, I'll put a little plug in for Toby and uh and our other guys, Tim Hanske as well and uh Jeff Anderson. I mean they're are three guys that are uh they've gotten bitten by the muskie bug and uh Toby's <laughs> put a ton of time into it and um if you're looking to get out muskie fishing on Leech Lake as you know, for a lot of people muskie fishing is a kind of a bucket list thing, but uh if you're looking to get out muskie fishing, give us a call and um you're gonna not gonna find uh, some musky anglers who work as hard as they do to try to get a to, to put a musky in the boat. So keep that in mind. But, um, yeah, they were out after, um, a walleye trip and just went out and, uh, I think they were just doing some trolling. I don't know the whole story yet, but, uh, they latched into that and they had the musky rods and everything, but they did not have the musky net. And, uh, so it sounded like they had the kind of finagle and they got the head of the fish into the net and they were able to grab the rest of the fish and get it into the boat. But, um, it sounded like it was probably a, about a good solid 50 inch fish. So, uh, it was a really big fish and, uh, pretty cool. And, uh, it's just cool to be able to go out, you know, as fishing guys, we don't always get to fish together. Um, we always have clients. And so sometimes when we get a chance to actually go out in the boat and just, uh, relax and fish, it's kind of a lot of fun. So to see those guys go out and catch that fish after a guide trip is pretty cool.
1: Yeah. So check it out. It is a nice fish, big fat fish. Uh, so you can check that out at the Leisure Outdoor Adventures Facebook page. That's Jason Freed with Leisure Outdoor Adventures. You can check him out at Leisure Outdoor Adventures. and, as I said, all over social media as well. I appreciate the info. Good stuff, as always, buddy, and uh, we will check in next week, okay? That works for me. Thanks, Brian. All right, when we come back, we'll head up north. Matt Brewer with North Country Guide Service in Bemidji. has got the latest on Lake Bemidji, Red Lake, Cass, and a whole lot more when we come back to Brainerd Outdoors on B93.3. Welcome back to Brainerd Outdoors on B ninety three point three, and we head up north to Bemidji, and bringing Matt Brewer with North Country Guide Service. And Matt has been spending a lot of time on the water as he always does this time of year. Heard the fishing up there has been pretty good, Matt.
6: Yeah, it's been uh, it's been nice. The fish are starting to transition a little bit; um, they're moving a little bit. But uh, but with how much we've been out, it's been pretty nice to be able to stay on top of them. So um, walleyes are. There's still a lot of fish up shallow in the in the weeds. Um, we've got a really good uh weed growth going. The cabbage weeds are nearly touching the top out in ten, eleven feet of water. So good weed fishing if you're if you're still jigging or pulling cranks and uh you've also got some deeper fish too, like uh there's fish on the transitions from like thirteen to seventeen feet of water and then you had fish out in like twenty, twenty five, even some fish out in thirty. Um, so they're kind of spread out and all over the place. We've had uh, a couple bug hatches now, so it's it's getting to be that time of year where things are gonna you know change a lot and and they're already starting but uh but we're able to stay on top of them a little bit here, so it's been good
1: you know we've talked about this i think in the past matt that uh some anglers when they with bug hatches and stuff they just so say, well, we're done for a little while you it's never bothered you you you've always said you can fish through that
6: yeah i well. I actually like it sometimes you get a lot of big fish during the bug hatch. So, um, when you've got the mayflies going and you start pulling crawlers out in deeper water, um, it can be really good. I mean, you know, you might not hammer the fish, but you're going to catch some really nice ones. And if you get into a good school, you can get some good numbers too. And and if that isn't working, you can always go up into the cabbage weeds because those fish are, are always feeding. Um, so you, you know, you just adapt a little bit and, If you want to go after bigger fish and go after the fish that are out on the mud uh, in those hatches, you can do that, or you can go up shallow and you're still going to catch fish. I mean, uh, we're at the end of shiner season. Uh, Shiners are becoming nearly impossible to get now. Um, I'm still scraping out (laughs) a few scoops every day, but uh, uh, we'll see when I go to the bait shop today uh, before my guide trip if there's anything left. Otherwise, otherwise I'll I'll probably run straight crankbaits uh, this evening, so... Kind of that time of year where you you can do a little bit of everything. Um, you're not forced into one thing, and uh, suggest that people take advantage of it before <laughs> before we are forced into one thing. So,
1: you know, one thing in talking to you through the years too, Matt. Um, you know, especially as a guide, there comes that time of the year where you pretty much switch over to straight crankbaits, and you take that right into it until we get into the fall pattern. How far are we off until you start doing that? Because you said you might even start tonight.
6: Yeah, this will be my first trip where I'm pulling cranks um and it's because it's an evening trip and I know that uh you know I know that the evening bite and especially uh, we don't fish into dark anymore um you know I used to be putting my lights in all the time and we were hammering fish on crankbaits um but I'm old now (laughs) (laughs) And and I got kids and uh they like you know they like me to be home before they go to bed so so we don't do it anymore but uh but still you can you know you can catch fish up in the up in the shallow weeds and on the some of the sandbars and rock piles and things like that um you can do that this time of year and tonight like i said will be my first my first run with cranks i'm going to start out jigging and then run cranks closer to evening um see how productive it is and if it's you know if it's slamming and we start getting fish on the first couple passes then you know then tomorrow i might just run crankbaits all day um and it, it, I'm just going to let the fish kind of tell me what they want. And and if crankbaits, like I said, if they start early, then I might switch over. Because every time I'm spending money on bait, it's uh, money out of my pocket. And, and if I can catch just as many, if not more, on crankbaits, I'm going to run that. So, so we'll give it a shot tonight. And, but I would say, you know, usually when we get around like the beginning of July is when I really start running cranks. Um, typically, I'll start tink- tinkering with it. In the beginning or mid-June, I think they're the latest I've ever waited to to go into it. But um, but once July hits, I'll start running cranks all the time. And I'll always have other stuff, um, bottom bouncers and spinners with crawlers. I'll always have that available, um, you know, if, if the bite is so-so, so that I can chase some of those deeper fish and and go after some bigger ones. But, uh, but the crankbait bite, usually sometime around the beginning of July, starts up and and you can run that straight through straight through fall
1: so there you go and you obviously most of your guide trips are on lake bemidji matt uh just kind of sifting around some of the other lakes around there i know you keep an eye on cass keep an eye on red we'll start on red you said last week that was starting to taper off a little bit because it's always really really good early in the walleye season and then sort of as we get further into summer it tapers off is that continuing
6: it's still been good and speaking of crankbaits it's been um the best reports I've been hearing are people pulling cranks up on the, uh, the shallower break. So crankbait bite on red Lake has been pretty darn good. Um, you know, it's not what it was say opening weekend, but, uh, but still you're going to go up there and you're going to catch fish. It's just a given. Um, and oddly enough, this will only be like my seventh trip on Bemidji today. Um, I've had more like weird trips this year than, than I have in years past. I've had, uh, I think I've done like four trips for, for panfish. I did a Northern trip where, you know, and panfish I did on a different Lake and, uh, Northern's mixed with walleyes. We did that on a different Lake and I've done like four or five smallmouth trips. So it's been kind of a fun year. I've been like, I'm not getting burnt out on Lake Bemidji and walleye fishing yet because I've been bumping around from Lake to Lake and it's, it's been kind of nice, but, uh, but Bemidji has been good. Um, the, the big krauss anderson Wally tournament was out there and, uh, and that was, that was pretty darn good. Um, a lot of people caught a lot of fish and, uh, unfortunately that day was super windy, so it hindered the fishing a little bit, but, uh, but now that things have calmed down after the tournament, Bemidji's going pretty good again. And like I said, a lot of the smaller lakes are doing good and, uh, I've heard good things on leech. I've heard good things on Winnie. Um, I, I'm hearing a lot of a lot of good reports from all over the state. So.
1: Cass as well?
6: Yeah, Cass is doing very well. Um, I know we talked about it last year, how it was amazing that we went through like a two- or three-year period with the zebra mussels and the rusty crayfish where fishing was kind of tough and it was hard to figure it out. And then last year it was phenomenal, and then this year it's really cranking out fish again. Um, very, very good, um, and Pike Bay, which is attached to Cass Lake, has been good. kitchy was really good to us on opening weekend. Um, that whole chain has been pumping out fish. Andruja, Wolf, they're, they're all doing pretty good.
1: And I, obviously, Matt, you guys are well-known up in that part of the state, too, for bass fishing. I'm sure that's been pretty good, too, huh?
6: Yeah, the bass fishermen have been loving it. Um, I, I think they would appreciate a little bit warmer weather, which it looks like we're going to have some on on the horizon here, um the hotter it gets, the the better the bass fishing gets um except for smallmouth, uh, the smallmouth <laughs> fishing was for the last month has just been insanely good, and we're we're catching more smallmouth this year than I think we've ever seen in the bemidji area. Just the numbers have absolutely boomed in in a few of the different lakes, and you're catching them while you're walleye fishing um last year, we were catching them pulling cranks, so they're they're really spread out and and uh and starting to, to grow, numbers are starting to grow So that's been good um, But the bass fishermen, yeah, I'm seeing a lot of pictures People are doing really well And uh, and still getting them in shallow And the people who are pan fishing Are catching a lot of big bass So um, everything's still kind of biting and, and going So
1: One last thing before we let you go, Matt I had a listener want me to ask you I know you spend some time guiding for mushrooms and stuff They wanted to know if that's pretty much over now Or there's still can be some hat out there
6: Um, you might be able to find some like late season yellow morels right now and oyster mushrooms are up and some early chicken of the woods, uh, have actually started to pop up, but, um, but I did my last pick for morels. I took my daughter and we went and picked like, uh, two and a half pounds of, of yellows, the really late season, big ones. Um, and I did that, let's see, last Thursday. Um, so that was the end of it for me. And then, you know, I'll take a break here until late June, early July, and then I'll start chasing after some of the summer mushrooms and, and blueberries and stuff like that. So, um, so morel season is basically done right now. If you want to get out, oysters are going to be your main, your main target and main thing you're looking for. And, and you might stumble into a, an early chicken in the woods, especially if you're out golfing, <laughs> they, they like to grow on golf courses, but a lot of, a lot of fertilizer in the, in that, in that food there. So,
1: there you go. That's Matt Brewer, North Country Guide, Service, in Bemidji. You can check him out at northcountryguides.com and all over social media as well. Matt, I appreciate the great info as always, and uh, we will check in next week. Sounds good. More of Brainerd Outdoors after this on B93.3. Welcome back to Brainerd Outdoors on B93.3. And once again, for our outdoor recipe for this week, Chef Joel Black Bear Lodge and Saloon joins us. A great walleye recipe this week, Joel. Uh, chili garlic walleye. Tell me about this. Well,
5: it starts out with sriracha. Nice. So we're going to mix up our, our glaze on top. We're going to do uh, sriracha, Dijon mustard, and honey. So we're going to just mix that up, make sure it's all incorporated, lay our fillets out on a baking sheet, and just season up a little salt and pepper. A nice uh, generous portion of the glaze on top. We're also going to take uh, in a separate bowl some cherry tomatoes, some julienne red onions, some uh, zucchini, some squash, cilantro, some green onions. We're going to mix all that up in some lime juice and salt and pepper. And we're going to throw that on our sheet pan with our walleye. And easy enough, bake it in the oven for 8 to 10 minutes. That's pretty simple. That's all there is to it. Yeah,
1: and obviously with this you could use, if you didn't have walleye, you could use. Any,
5: any kind of white fish would be very good on here.
1: There you go. So if you want to give it a try, very short and simple recipe That's this week.
5: That's easy, easy peasy. We
1: like those, <laughs> especially this time of year. It's summertime. All right. You know, so give it a try. Chili garlic walleye. Head to our website, brainerdoutdoorsradio.com, and uh, give it a try there. It's Chef Joel Black Bear Lodge and Saloon, 371 North and Baxter. Thanks, Joel. Thank you, Brian. And that will wrap up this week's show. Don't forget, you can catch Brainerd Outdoors just after 7, Saturday mornings, Sunday evenings at 7, and Monday mornings at 5, right here on B93.3. If you're out of town or away from your radio, stream us live at BrainerdOutdoorsRadio.com. You can also listen to the show on demand there. And if you're into podcasting, wherever your podcast provider is, Podcast One, iTunes, iTunes, Download us, uh, rate and review. We would appreciate that. So we're all over the podcast networks as well. We'll see you next weekend for another edition of Brainerd Outdoors. I'm Brian Moon.
0: Brainerd Outdoors has been brought to you by the Power Lodge, SCR Northern, Thielen Meats, Tracker Boating Center, Vimer Outdoors Archery Pro Shop, Lybax Marine and Isle, S&W Bait and Tackle, Oars and Mine Marine in Crosby, Freedom Firearms, Newman Construction, Northern Sales and Manufacturing, Your Ice Castle Dealer in Fine River, Crow Wing Recycling, Canvas Tech, Black Bear Lodge and Saloon, Bermol Shoe Store in Randall, SPR Motorsports and Marine, and by Rag Co., your truck accessory pros. Join Brian Moon Saturday mornings at 7, Sunday evenings at 7, and Monday mornings at 5, right here on B93.3.